forget all your sorrows Tomorrow's better than it seems There's something magical about a parade But it all started from a daddy with two daughters wondering where he could take them, where he could have a little fun with them too. Hello and welcome back to Off Harbor in Maine. I'm Joel Covey and I'm joined by my close friends to discuss Disney theme parks and more. I'm joined by Beth. We're back, baby! Matt. Hello, everyone. And Derek. Hey, good to be back. And today on episode 24, we play catch up from being away from the mic for a while and discuss some recent theme park visits, some of the latest happenings, and just hang out a little bit. But first, let's go around our virtual tropical and I to say hi to my co-host and hear what everyone is drinking today. So, Beth, what do you have over tonight? Okay, today, look, look at this drink. I'm going to show it to you right here. Mm. Ooh, of course, Beth has a fancy drink. Yes, I do. So it's from my shaker and spoon box. It's called the Sea Fog. Um, And I had to bring my ingredients because I cannot remember what was in it. It's nori infused rum which I infused myself, guys. This is the bartender I am now. I'm infusing my own rums. Um, a honey ginger syrup, um, liquid smoke, which is very interesting, um, tobacco bitters, a yuzu soda, and then it's just garnished with a little bit of nori and candy ginger. It is so good. It is my favorite from this rum box that we've had. It does not taste anything like I thought it would taste. It literally like reminds me of ocean and a bonfire, but like in the best way. It's so good. And it has that perfect orange yellowish tone to it. It just yeah. looks nice and tropical. It's how it's it so good. It's so refreshing. I was worried that the nori infused rum would be a little overpowering, like it would just taste like I was drinking sushi, but it doesn't at all. It's very light. <laughs> it's very what does good. it taste like? I'm really curious. Well, you have a box and well, you, I know I you already it. infused <laughs> it for too long, didn't you? Yeah, for for way too long. So mine might taste a little bit more like yours, yours might be a little sushi ish, but <laughs> sushi ish. She should. <laughs> what are you drinking, Matt? Uh, so I finally found uh, the Kona Spiked Island Seltzers. We got them at work a while back, but they kept selling out. So I finally snagged one today. And uh, this one is the Tropical Plunch flavor. I know I said that weird. I said plunch. <laughs> plunch. <laughs> plunch. Because I've already I've already had the the uh, Pog flavored one. Mm, so mm. good. Oh, good. This one's good too. Yeah. I like it. Real quick, can we talk about your shirt? Just because I love that shirt. You got one too, right, Beth? This I uh, did. I did get one. Shirt. Yeah. If I had known Matt was going to wear it, we could have been twinsies today. Yeah. But shout out to uh, Mouse Info. Uh, it's a Paradise Pier simple <laughs> shirt. Said says <laughs> it just says Paradise Pier with the sunset, and it's California. And I think it says on the bottom, right, like fun in the sun forever. Sun. So in Mm. case you didn't know, there used to be some neon that was up against where like Midway Mania is now. And uh, for everyone, part of the sign was went out for a really long time. So it just said forever. Um, Unfortunately, it wasn't forever because it's not Paradise (laughs) Pier. Pour one out for Paradise (laughs) Pier. But I just want to throw it out because it's it's a good shirt. I need to get myself. We all should get one. We should all get one. Be a gang. We're a big Paradise Pier. uh, Purists. Yeah, we're purist. a big. We're a bunch of PP purists. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that could still be relevant for. That's, it is still relevant now. You got to spell it out because we don't like the current PP. <laughs> Derek, what do you have over there? 
We like the old uh, pee-pee? Yeah, I like the older pee-pees. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with OPP. <laughs> it's more majestic. <laughs> um, well, so I am also enjoying the Shaker and Spoon boxes like Beth. Um, although I had to put a little bit of a pause to it because, you know, I'm diabetic, so I figured it's probably not a good idea. That I'm, Says the guy who devoured an entire fun bun box. I know, yeah, you know, he's, he's getting bringing the $20 up all one. My, my, you know, skeletons. But anyway, so um, I'm not doing the Sea Fog one tonight. I'm doing a different one called Don't Tell Richard. I tweeted about this one. And I also brought my ingredients card, Beth. So this one. <laughs> you gotta be prepared. Yeah, this one has. Uh, Rum, of course, because it's a rum box, but it's also um, including coconut cold brew. And this is actually cool, too, because we had to well, not infuse, but brew our own cold brew with coconut milk. And so it actually has a nice water, coconut, coconut water, coconut water, <laughs> same difference, coconut no. water in the cold brew. Um, so this coconut cold brew, it also comes with mobby syrup. I, I did not know what mobby syrup was. I had to Google it. It's actually kind of like a root beer, I guess, like a Caribbean style sugar from a bark. Uh, but it tastes really nice. It's, it's, it's sweet, but it, it complements the cold brew really well. It also comes with Angostura bitters. And then it's garnished with this fancy orange wheel and banana chips. So it's very tropical, Caribbean, very, very refreshing. Um, but it has like those, you know, nice notes of coffee in it. So kind of fancy, but tastes good. I'm enjoying I, it. I guess I should sign up for this. You should. I'm surprised you now. haven't, honestly. That's money, you know. Yeah, I'm too I have cheap. So, I have so many like extra bitters now that I could use to make any other drink yeah. that I just would not have this like a pimento bitter. I would never think to have mm-hmm. a pimento bitter on hand, but I've got That's the only thing now. that has some type of alcohol in it that comes with mm-hmm. it, right? Because it's just the... It's just all the ingredients minus, ingredients, yeah. yeah. So I did feel like the boxes do come with a little bit too much for my taste, but I discovered, I mean, Beth recommended that you can actually order like one or two drinks at a time if you're not really feeling a whole box subscription. So I think I might try that, see how that works out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so what are you drinking, Joel? Well, I decided, I, I posted about this on Twitter earlier this week too. I just randomly had this bourbon peach smash uh i just had the ingredients and it sounded good it's simple and it's bourbon based and those that listen to this podcast regularly probably understand that i like bourbon a lot but it's just uh bourbon with some peach it just is peach juice but i did uh i had a peach lemonade on hand and fresh squeezed lemon and i had uh oh and soda and that's really it and I had a, it was a pineapple soda. I forgot the brand. I'm sure if I talk about it long enough, Matt would know what it is. But it's a <laughs> pineapple soda, uh, not, it's just a flavored sparkling water. Um, and it's excellent. And it sounds very like yeah. refreshing, like Southern refreshing. It's very light. Like you might have it at the horse races. <laughs> exactly. I need a hat. Yeah. You know, a fancy hat. Can't go wrong with peach. Yeah. Well, with that, everyone, I'm excited to say cheers. 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 Episode 24. Oh, that's good. Well, I did want to start off with just saying to everybody, thanks for your patience for those that are returning listeners, because it's been so long since we've been able to sit down and really have another record session. That's been crazy. 
Yes. I mean, a lot has happened since our last episode, and since then I've moved. Uh, of course, I have the boys too, so it's been a little little tough uh, <laughs> to even move. <laughs> the parks have reopened since our last time we, we spoke. Yeah. And everyone's um, vaccinated now. We're all vaccinated. Yes. My household is vaccinated. So except for the boys. No, they're not well, there yet. But not yet. <laughs> Hopefully the newborns can get it too. But you couldn't pass them off as 16? Yeah. <laughs> 12? Or 12, 12. Oh, yeah, 12, that's yeah. right. Oh, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so much has happened and I, there's just so much that we would want to talk about. And we're, you know, typically we try to have a theme or some type of history to talk about where this one we just wanted to catch up with each other talk about some of the things we've been doing uh talk about some of the the happenings that are happening at the parks not just at disney because it's really starting to return to normal for and for some i know that's still very scary but it is exciting to see you know as capacity limits increase where you can have more people actually inside or on a ride and you don't have lines that are going to be going from one land to another land. Through the lands, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting to see. But, I mean, I know we're not quite there yet for everybody to to feel comfortable. And and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, hey, it's it's pretty exciting. And to think this is actually kind of our one-year anniversary show. Even I know. It's beyond one year <laughs> since I can't believe it though. <laughs> like how crazy. Yeah, happy anniversary, yeah. guys. We did it. We did it. We did it. In look, the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> we are episode 24. <laughs> a year later, we are definitely bi-monthly. <laughs> definitely bi-monthly crew. Hey, we're almost like truly every two weeks. Bi-weekly, I mean, you, yeah. Yeah, bi-weekly. Yeah. So I, I'm happy with that. I, that's better than I thought we were going to be doing. So wow, I'm, thanks I'm proud for your ourselves. confidence, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's a lot of real. faith. It was a plan yeah. all along. Yeah, but uh, it was Agatha. <laughs> it was Agatha, <laughs> Agatha all along. But yeah, I didn't plan anything, of course, and there's no big surprise guests. I mean, Tony Baxter's coming on later, but you know, besides yeah. that, no, we all knew it. about that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> No guests or anything like that, but it, it it's worth mentioning. Uh, it would have been May tenth. That was our first time, so it's it's well after that first year um, or the year anniversary. But did we record May tenth, or we released it May tenth? We released the first episode on May tenth. Yeah. Okay. So we recorded a little bit before then, probably that same week. And uh, yeah, and it's just crazy to think it's been a year, and yet I still have not been to Disneyland. Uh, none of us none of have. us have none of us i mean we've been to Max downtown been the disney closest, yeah having been to disney world but and you've been to well, the dca taste event oh that's true yeah, i did go to the the taste of but you haven't been on any touch the touch, touch you just almost confused me the touch of disney don't do that to me joel i, know, I corrected, you corrected you so many me times every that, time <laughs> but yes we did do that so but yeah have not stepped foot yet into disneyland but you but, have reservations. Derek has reservations. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about them a little bit. But. Yeah. Well, I won't tell you about it now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Matt has wait. reservations. <laughs> you have so reservations to not go? <laughs> about spending money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all did go to Knott's Berry Farm, though. And while together. we. Together. Like, it was our first was time. <laughs> together. We did rent out a movie theater. Which oh, we was, did. We, what was it, 100 bucks? It was 100 bucks for 100 bucks. 10 of us or something like that. Oh, such a good deal. Yeah, so it was nothing. But it's a movie theater. It's like going on a, on a date, your first date at a movie. You, you Derek kept on trying to hold my other. hand. I, was like, I know. Derek, my husband's here. Stop it. I was so yeah, awkward six about feet, it. Derek. 
Um, so we didn't really get to talk with each other too much, just a little bit before and after. So it was nice. Not the Knott's Berry Farm uh, trip. We were all vaccinated, so we could hug each other, and it was just really nice to to see one another. And felt like old times, even though you know, of course, this was during a time where the masks were still very present and uh, still very socially distant in there and, and very low capacity within the park. But uh, I mean, what do you guys think? I I have to tell you, I had a great time. I was, you guys know that I was nervous um, anyways, just because I, I have not done very much throughout the whole pandemic. And um, so I was just nervous. And I also have not been to Knott's very often. So I just wasn't sure exactly how they were handling things and whatever. But I mean, I had, despite the fact that it was raining when we got there, Yeah, <laughs> so I, I had a great time and I was so glad to be able to go with you guys. Um, at the time, at the time when we were going, mass compliance was super high and people were doing a good job of keeping it on. I only saw like one true jerk about it. Um, but I felt good taking my kid there because everyone was wearing their masks and, um, it was, it was a good time. I enjoyed, I enjoyed writing on stuff with you guys again. It was fun. And I think it's worth noting if you're listening to this like right when this episode drops, as things are starting to change and be more lenient, uh, it's I think it's getting really hard for people to be compliant with the mask situation. So it is sounding like there's a lot more people out of compliance or just blatantly not bothering with their mask. And there's less. It sounds like there's less employees really enforcing these rules. And it's not just at knots. It just seems like it's getting tough everywhere because. Oh, the new CDC can, guidelines and everything. What? I can relate. Yeah, and you can relate to the store, I'm sure. Yeah. It's yeah. at that point where I'm just like, I mean. Do, do what you want. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, 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 I'm like. Kick I, out everybody? I got vaccinated at this point. I'm like, yeah, at this point, I'm like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm not going to stress out about it. You do you. And it is going to be really tough. I know Beth has stressed how tough this is for her with her five-year-old and, yeah. you know, not able to get vaccinated. And now people are going to be able to not wear a mask. Exactly. Like I had plans. I'm like, oh, this summer I can finally take her to go do things. But without people wearing masks, it makes me feel a lot more apprehensive to do that because, yeah, she can still wear a mask. But as we all know, it's always a better protection when both people are wearing a mask. So, you know, and I just don't trust unvaccinated people, you know. Yeah. So it's it, just that's, that's just my opinion. Like, but I just <laughs> I, I just don't really trust. We'll people take the who, hate mail. It's OK. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust everyone. Not everyone, because some people just can't get it yet for whatever reason. But people who have just decided not to, I just feel like they're not going to listen to the guidelines and they're going to go maskless regardless. So it just puts that extra stress and worry. And I'm hoping that um, September comes quickly because hopefully that's when we'll be getting yeah, for younger children. So that's what sucks is it's still saying fall at the earliest. And yeah. it's just like, well, hopefully it's like September. Let's yeah. get it out. Cause they've been moving more quickly than we thought on pretty much everything. Yeah. So hopefully they get out soon. Cause I want it even for, my boys to feel more comfortable with taking them into large crowds. Yeah, just I mean, every time you step out into like a big group of people, there's just always that worry that you know you just don't know what's going to happen. So it's just always that little bit of extra stress that I would prefer not to have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily though, I'm not going to be at least for me personally. I'm not going to be in a lot of situations where I'm in such a large crowd all the time. But it is one of the things, and I know we'll get into that later. That I'm a little bit anxious about with Disneyland. But I mean, just going back to knots. I was surprisingly comfortable. Like I, I didn't know mm -hmm. what to expect, but I I felt so good there, so at ease. Like there, um, there wasn't a lot of crowds walking around. I know it was all like 
pass holders. Um, but even like in the lines, I didn't feel like anyone was trying to like rub up in my space <laughs> and <laughs> get up all in there. Um, and just riding the rides too felt really comfortable. Um, that was one of the things I was, you know, I've never been on a ride in over a year. And, you know, what was that going to be like if um, I, I felt dirty or anything like that? But it didn't feel like that at all. But I would say like the best part of that um, was just being able to sit at a picnic table oh. and just drink some beers yes. with you all in <laughs> real so life. natural. Even though we were uh, in Knott's Berry Farm, it was the most DCA I felt in a long time because mm-hmm. they had the same mm-hmm. colored cups too. So I'm like, Perfect. oh, having my beer, my tinted, like green Thank tinted yellow Thank you for the beer, cup. by the way. Joel bought me my beer. Yes, I. Well, I just bought a random beer, a second beer. I'm like, someone will take it. Somebody, will and I was like, oh, I will have that. Yeah. Thank you. I still You're owe welcome. you one, Beth. That you I bought know, me my you, margarita. You and owe me a tell. non-spicy, spicy, watered down margarita. <laughs> yeah, which was terrible, but you know, we'll, it still we'll was. It still was good because we were out enjoying it. Exactly. <laughs> Together. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Matt. I was gonna say for me, like, it's ex- like this trip to Knotts was exactly what I was expecting, because. You know, I've been to all of the, you know, the knots like festivals that they've been mm-hmm. doing, and they've always had such a high like compliance level with everything that I already knew going into this. I was like, I, I don't have anything to worry about because I already know what they've been doing, and they've been doing everything so well this entire time that That's there's true. no way that they could like fumble this because you've already been doing it for yeah. almost a year. It's been and, so smooth. And you, your your descriptions of the events and Joel's description of the events really is what helped me feel comfortable to go. Like hearing you guys talk about it and knowing that you had been and, and that you felt that it was really safe made me feel a lot better about, about going. So instead of instead of just having anxiety for like what the two weeks leading up to it, I was like excited for it. And that's the thing. I think it's important to understand with knots now. I don't know how to stress this enough. I really feel like Knott's Berry Farm has stepped it up with uh, their quality. Their um, All the employees seem to be fantastic. It's not like, like hey, I worked there in 2005. Uh, it's much different than from when I worked there in mm-hmm. 2005. Not just from like park quality, but like even the employees I was working with at the time was... It's pretty bad. There was, I mean, it wasn't like. Yeah, there did the there best. did seem to have some real pride in in their jobs. Um, you know that what they were doing, yeah. whatever whether it was attractions or food and beverage or I stopped briefly in the store too. Everyone seemed super happy to be there, and it was it was nice. It was really nice. Well, and like I would say too, um, I'm not saying it's like the pandemic that's the reason for it, but kudos to like their park operations because. I've never seen them dispatch things so fast in my entire life. Like, I was in like impressed with how fast. Like, yeah, everything were was leaving. moving really fast. Having been to knots before and just having having rides take so long, even with the social distancing, they just did such a good job of keeping things moving. Yeah, I mean, we rode a bunch everything multiple times, and I cannot tell you the last time I went to knots and walked on to like accelerator like yeah. literally got that to the top great. of the walked right into the train from the top of the station like that was probably like 2003 on like a march wednesday <laughs> yeah and it's rainy and cold yeah but like i was like it is important impressed. to know hey ghost rider had i mean we waited about 45 minutes an hour maybe and we did wait about an hour 
for uh, Knott's Fairy Tales, which we'll t- talk about too. Mm-hmm. Um, but So there was a few long lines in the middle of the day. And of course, a lot of this doesn't really matter anymore because it's already changed. It's going to be increased limit uh, capacity. Anybody goes again, I'm sure. Uh, it, it's just, it was incredible with, besides those really two rides, it was walk-on for all the kid rides and oh, Camp yeah. Snoopy for you. Almost a walk-on. Uh, yeah, we would we would wait like maybe one cycle and yeah. then get on. So that was great. But we I did think everything that, we wanted to do. Yeah, at the end of the night, getting about two hours before close, and this was an early close because we went on a Sunday. But it was so awesome that you we could walk around. I'm like, we, we got it going. We don't have to really have time to do much more. And then we would walk by like Hang Time, which is an amazing ride, and there, would, there was literally nobody in line. And I'm like, well, how do we not? Go on. Yeah, Same with were, accelerator. Like, yeah, there were like two people on the on the train that was going. But it's important to note this is what set sets knots and like a Disney you know apart from let's say a Six Flags. There was nobody in the park yet they were still running two trains, so you were still able to load, and then mm-hmm. wait for the next one to come. Like you didn't have to wait a cycle for the whole cycle. Yeah, the whole cycle. Mm-hmm. Wait for them unload and load. At Six Flags, they're not going to do that. I'm sorry. It's if it's uh-huh. that dead, they're gonna have one train going. Yeah. So maybe even kudos half. To their park they'll park. take half the yeah. back half off the train. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, I had the most fun I've had in a while on Ghost Rider. That was just like a few minutes of just pure joy. No, I'm <laughs> I, so sorry I for crushing. I could not fun. move. I was like, no, that was the Derek. best part. <laughs> yeah, it was just so chaotic and crazy, but such the best time to to ride it with. I'm so happy that they took the time and like refurbished that entire ride because before it closed it was really bad like Mm -hmm. i swear to god yeah i swear to god i thought i broke my wrist on that ride (laughs) a lot like before and it's so good now like you just laugh and scream the entire time because it's just so so good and in your heart matthew yeah but (laughs) i if if you have not been to Knott's Berry Farm and you're a local or semi-local and you still come down to Disneyland every so often, I th- I think it now's the time. Now's the time to consider going to Knott's Berry Farm. If you're get... looking for a place to get an annual pass, if your yeah. main park <laughs> refuses to give you one. Yeah, they need to, they need to capitalize on this because they can get a lot of people. But they're doing it with their 100th anniversary and we'll talk about that too. But it's I'm bringing that up because Ghost Rider is my favorite wooden roller coaster of all time and maybe one of my favorite roller coasters of all time so it's just one of those things like you got to get down there and check it out because it's it's a lot of fun it's wild the whole ride um it's the wildest ride in the wilderness let's be is honest it? <laughs> it is a little bit more wild it is yeah. uh let's talk about knott's berry tales too is that the full name knott's berry tales is that all knott's berry tales return to the fair thank you so i was pleasantly surprised at this especially with what it replaced because i yeah was, it was good like it I was loved it. it was super enjoyable um it was i love the mix i mean i know was like no more screens which i mean i agree with but they did a good mix of screens and like practical um sets and everything it was good this was like their hear me out this is like their transformers 
on a knots level budget, you know, like um, there were some intense parts in there that yeah. were, I was like that surprised me. Where I was like, oh, I was not expecting. Kind of scary at moments yeah. too. I'll say we, we got we got stuck in the lightning tunnel and that was not fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun. I, I, too, I would be which was so weird was because kid. we did not all. I rode separately. Well. About 10 minutes after you guys, my child had a bathroom emergency. So she had to go right then at the very end of the like end of the line. But so I went about 10 minutes after you guys. We stopped there too. The only complaint, my only complaint, it's the same complaint I had when I first saw it, is that I hate the pole. And even I asked Logan when after I'm like, how did you like? She's like, I loved it, but I I, I don't but I loved it, but I don't like it. Cause I don't like I don't like I hurt my hands. And I was yeah. like, yeah. And they they are a little tough to pull. I just wish they had a gun with like a button or something. Well, the but previous guns were buttons, right, mm-hmm. Matt? They were, yeah, it was a trigger. I mean, I get it because it's really cute. Like the design itself is super cute. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like, it was like generic, like blaster looking thing. It was yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll loosen up over time. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. I just, I just preferred like pushing instead of like yanking on something Again. over and over. <laughs> <laughs> My, I think, uh, <laughs> it was really fun. You can only go so long, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my only uh, my only gripe, and it could be because, so keep in mind, there's no indoor queues right now. So inside the queue, there are like videos playing and like, I think like backstory and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. We got on the ride and I'm like, what am, what am I shooting? Yeah, my, yeah. My, I didn't know what else I'm like, was to be. I'm like, do I shoot it. the pies? Do I shoot the foxes? It was or do confusing. I shoot yeah. the bears. Yeah, it took me about <laughs> half the ride to finally figure out what I was aiming. Yeah, for. I was like, and I finally, I was like, oh, this is what we do. I'm like, did you figure I'm it like, out? I, I never yeah, figured I, it out. I, you're supposed to, you're supposed to shoot the foxes, and if you see any pies, you're supposed to shoot the pies with the with the jam. I knew you're the collecting the pies. Pies for sure, but I, didn't, I wasn't sure about the animals. I'm like, aren't they all like cute, cuddly only, animals? Only Friends. the foxes. <laughs> Those are the ones are trying to steal your stuff. Yeah. And speaking of the, the animals, they had the walk around characters. The characters out there waving. It was so cute. So adorable. Nice I was, and like, really, like, I hate to always compare to Disney, but Disney level characters. You know, they were very well done. They looked great. And uh, yeah, it was really cute. A lot of people were excited to see them. I do wish, though, that they had some sort of theme song. I, it I don't does know have if, a theme song. Does it? Because when yeah. we rode, there wasn't any music at all. It was just yeah. like sound effects and the visuals. No, there's, there's and a, I was like, there's oh, a song. missing something. So maybe, can you sing know. it for us, Matthew? Yeah, what I is can't, it? I, I can like hear it in my head, but I can't think of the words. If you oh, go just, on just YouTube. Just hum it. Just hum it. Uh, <laughs> well, now that you want me to hum it, like I can't even like think of it, but... There is a theme song. It's the same one from the old from the old ride. Is it like remixed? I think so, yeah. Did the rest of you all hear it? <laughs> I, heard I don't music. remember. Honestly. I don't remember it was, it was really low though. Huh, yeah. Okay. And I do find they're, that happens a lot in these type of attractions where it's so uh, it was chaos. sound effect it was like, heavy. It is chaos. You're right, Beth. So there's a lot of stuff happening at the same time. So it's less story heavy, right? Because you're you're just you're yeah. shooting. It's it's pretty crazy. It was longer than I expected it to. Yeah, it was like I mean, granted, like, we did get stopped for a minute or two in the thunder room, <laughs> the thunderdome, <laughs> but but it was longer than I expected it to be. Or maybe my Turner hand just out. hurt so much I was like, oh, is it 
done yet? I don't know. It was like the appropriate length where it's like, oh, this is over already. You know, it's it's it kept going in a good way. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. This was I felt worthy of an hour long wait and maybe even a little longer during normal times. And yeah, it was, I was just really impressed. It was. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised for they, sure. They cared what they were doing. I'm surprised none of us have mentioned it yet, though. But the smell. Oh mm. yeah. Oh. It smelled really good. The whole ride smelled fantastic. It did. <laughs> like fresh baked pies. Amy wants some jam. Yeah. <laughs> you just turn your gun around and shoot, you shoot yourself in the face. Wow. Open your, open your mouth. <laughs> Should have yank, yanked yourself in the face. And, and I think to be fair, the line was moving rather smoothly until it broke down. And so I think that kind of helped to delay, you know, us actually getting on the ride on a decent time. Um, because it was down for about like 15 minutes or so, right? Until I couldn't really tell. I mean, we there was yeah, a moment. It, like, when it we seemed could... to like keep going like the yeah. whole time. I'm assuming people were like leaving the or the line for a little At bit. That but point, yeah. Also, shout out to the cast member who let me leave through the emergency yes. exit stairs and then come back up the same stairs so that I could. And Stephen waited it. for you, right? And yeah, there. I, yeah. yeah, he waited there and they let him wait there and then we all got to ride together. So shout out to that. Mm, what are they called? And you could. Cast members? They're not cast members, are they? They're what do you, what do you cast members too. Are, are that what they're called? You you worked I, there. I did you work there, me. and they talked about backstage and on stage, but I feel like they didn't call us cast members. Okay, well, ex- Knott's Berry Farm employee, Knott's Berry Picker, whatever you are, thank picker. you. Farmer. Shout out. <laughs> <Or> farmer. <laughs> <Picker>. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> That's what they should be called. I like it. Yeah, the pickers. <laughs> And I, I, it seemed like it was not something they do normally because they were like, oh, shoot, where do we take her? And like they couldn't figure out how to get yeah, you out of the line. Yeah, there was a little bit of confusion. And, I, mm-hmm. and also, I mean, it had only been open for such a short time, too. They might have just been, you know, new to the whole procedure. So but they still it, did it. That's, they still that's did the it. Point. And yeah, it was it was you saved me my child crying <laughs> by letting me come back up and ride the ride. So thank you. And so we went uh, just a week prior to really the 100th anniversary kicking off. So it's the, they're celebrating their 100th anniversary for Knott's Berry Farm. And they just started to prep the park with some decorations were going up. They had some photo op areas that you could tell they were building, but they weren't open yet. Some stuff was covered. So stuff like for the soapbox racers and Kingdom of Dinosaurs. But so it's kind of sad we didn't get to see that. And we do have reservations to go pretty soon here so luckily that stuff still seems like it's there but how cool is the freaking k from the top of oh my the, gosh uh sky cab sky cab it looks so good well wait which one are we talking about the old one photo op or the Sorry. new one the photo op it's cool that they, they, so they put a new k up on the top for knots it's, it's like they're known for I, icon it's okay. their icon on the top is this big k for knots and they replaced it, you know, just with something with more lights, looks a little bit, a little better. And it has like screen quality. Yeah. Because for Memorial Day, it looked like a waving yeah. flag. Yeah, that was impressive. I was like, oh, that looks really good. But it's cool. Now they have the old K sitting as a photo op and you can go right up to it and get a picture in front of it. So that's, that's pretty neat, especially if you grew up with knots or you're, you know, really know that icon and being able to get a picture with it. It's uh, kind of the ultimate Knott's Berry Farm photo to get. Their whole the whole photo area of all the different mm-hmm. attractions they're are elaborate. so well done. I I was kind of bummed that they weren't there, but I'm glad that we get to go back while they're still there because they all have like moving parts and effects, and they're just amazing. Yeah, 
It's kind of all uh, what Disneyland did for their 50th anniversary with those photo ops every uh, 60th. <laughs> 60th. The 60th, 60th where they had the well, photo the option. 50th, the 50th they had like the cars and then for oh, the 60th right. they, they had like, like those, those the cutout things type. Yeah. yeah I mean, the like the Matterhorn one. one. The Matterhorn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of kind of like that. Um, but I feel even more elaborate and just really cute. Just really well done. It was nice to see them like not respect I guess but respect their history like they really mm-hmm took the time and care to like show their history instead of just saying, you know, you could have been like a hundred years. That's really long, but they took the time to go back and like showcase all these bits of their history, which was really cool. Knott's has so much history that it's important that they really showcase that now. Mm-hmm. Cause now's the time to, for them to jump in and like, you know, Hey, they cherish their, their history and their past, but they're not afraid to do stuff. That's completely different. I mean, yeah. it's Cedar fair now. So they, put in some coasters and stuff, but they look what they did with Knott's Berry Tales. That's something that is very, I feel, unique and charming. It's both, they were, they were able to marry the old attraction and something new. It's really cool. It's nice. Well, that's what I was going to say. Even though, you know, like Joel said, you know, Knott's got bought out by Cedar Fair or Cedar Fair bought Knott's in like 98 and you started putting in all these big attractions. It's nice to see that a big company like that is still willing to embrace the past before they own the company. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to see that because I, I, you guys know my, my thoughts on good old six flags. Did you know that six flags just had its 50th anniversary? No, really? Exactly. <laughs> what? Because of six flags. Like your, like one of your flagship parks Hello? just Where's has Mr. a six mile, there, just had a milestone. <laughs> yeah. It just had a milestone. Like anniversary, no one knows about it. They did nothing for it because they don't care about the Magic Mountain part of it. They care about we're Six Flags and we're a coaster capital of the world, yeah. not the Magic Mountain part of it. That you know, old school amusement slash theme park that had a lot of charm and um, cuteness Bring back to the it. Magic. You it's just it. it's yeah, it's just insane <laughs> that like there's no mention of it though. It's like. That's sad. You know, and, and not to mention, even now, like, I mean, you know me, I've always been a huge Knott's Berry Farm person, but Knott's looks so good now than it mm-hmm. has in, like, the in the past years. They have put so much, like, attention to detail and, like, restoring things. It's so, like, nice to see that they're doing that. It's not just all being erased. Because, you know, yeah. like, I was worried when, like, stuff like Silver Bullet came in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, we're going to, like start erasing like the historical stuff but it's nice to see that like now that stuff can coexist with the old stuff yeah and it works yeah. well and they're doing a whole bunch of really cool things for the summer like they have the bob baker marionettes coming to perform shows throughout the summer which is i mean they're they're a huge um like icon in la like they've been around for so long in la so it's so nice to have them like come and bring all that like southern california history more history to the park. So that's really cool. I'm excited to see that too with Logan. Is the extreme sports half t- uh, pipe show coming too? Um, uh, gosh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. I sure hope so. And, and speaking of, you know, celebrating their past and, and not forgetting about it, how cool is it that they built like a temporary mystery house? Um, and, uh, it's called you know, the Haunted Shack, sir. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking Mystery Lodge. I am. I am. It's it a mystery right. shack. <laughs> mystery <laughs> shack. <laughs> the haunted shack. Well, because they also have—is it Mystery Lodge in Florida? What's the thing called in Florida? It was like the same thing. 
Where? I don't know. It's not one of the main attractions. It's like a mystery a spot. <laughs> mystery a literal spot. Shack yeah. in the bayou. Isn't that in Santa Cruz? They have that too, which is the same thing with like the. There's mysteries everywhere, guys. Anyways, <laughs> how cool is it that they brought back the haunted shack? I, I we're just gonna glaze over that. Okay. <laughs> I loved the haunted shack as a kid. Like I thought that was that was a amazing. staple. Me too. That yeah. was that's probably the thing that I remember most from my childhood trips to Nutsberry Farm. We did, we were we did not live in California when I was a kid. My parents were both from there, but when I was born, we didn't live there. And when we would come back to visit, usually we do Disneyland. But for my knots trips, that's that is the thing that sticks out in my mind the most is is like, that haunted shack. I still can visually remember the first time that I saw like the guy pour the water into the trough, and it <laughs> went the other direction. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I thought that place was evil. I was so freaked out by it as a kid. So I have I to think, admit, I, I think I, Braden was like that too. No. <laughs> I have to admit, I did not grow up with Knott's Berry Farm, and so I, I, I knew of it, and that's why I'm excited that they built like a temporary version of it, um, just more of a photo op with the, the warped room, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't get to experience all that. And I've, you know, I grew up up north with I think Mystery Spot we were just talking about. Uh, it's a similar type of stuff, but I've never experienced these things, so it's kind of cool that they're doing that. And I look forward to taking a photo in there. They should bring that back for not scary farm, but like a haunted version of it. I have cool? said that. I have said that for years. Really, there needs to be a haunted shack maze. Like that would be good. No Wait, Beth, you say they need to bring this back or do a haunted thing, but you don't even go to haunt. Okay, but I said I would go to one, and okay. that's the one so I would go to. This is the one you're going to. <laughs> wow. Well, we also got to mention what's this new character called? Whittles. Oh, not he's new, so old. new. He's old. old, but new. But how cute is he? Oh my god, his little burrow. Just want to pinch both their cheeks. Whittles the prospect. <laughs> Whittles, yes. I mean, yeah. I think that hopefully he's not just for the anniversary and they just keep him around. Yeah, they, they, need, they need some like original IPs to like. And I, and I think it's better than having just Snoopy everywhere. I like them having their original, like this is their Knott's Berry Farm character. Yeah, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. Snoopy is fine, don't get me wrong, but yeah. yes, I love the fact of them having their own like original IP that they can bring out in it. That's the Knott's thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I think we should switch over to Orlando because uh, Matt has made it over there a couple times during the pandemic. Matt. But recently he went over to uh, Universal Studios. Got to write some... Uh, New stuff that I'm a little jealous about. You tell. That's right. We got to ride the Velocicoaster. My oh, goodness. For AP you previews, out, right? Man. Yeah, AP previews. It happened nice. to be the day we were going, and we were able to get times for it, and awesome. it did not disappoint. You know, for all the times you have rescheduled this trip, you deserved a little bit of good luck. Yeah, that <laughs> Glad was you got time. it. If I, if I couldn't have Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom... I would take the Velocicoaster as consolation. So what did you think? Oh, I loved it. Like, so the ride portion, I'm not trying to like play it down here. It's a coaster. I mean, I will say in, like I said, go ride it. It's not. Okay. Yeah. I'm not trying to say anything (laughs) bad about it. (laughs) Let me go. I still, I still prefer Hagrid's. Just because mm-hmm. I feel like the whole overall experience of Hagrid's is like mind blowing. Like even my mom, like she knew nothing about Hagrid's, 
And she said that like from Disney, all the Disney parks, Universal, she said Hagrid's was the best thing she did on the entire trip. Mm, that's cool. That's awesome. Like she loved it. Um, but for Velocicoaster, I mean, this the scenery is amazing. Like it's insane. Like how they got this really tight coaster into like those like you know the rock work and all that kind of stuff. The queue is amazing. I'll give. I think. Like I wish I could have spent more time in the queue because there's lots of videos playing. Um, it's kind of cool that they took a lot of stuff from Jurassic Park and melded it with Jurassic World because Mr. DNA was in the queue. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like lockers and stuff that had like books from like Alan Grant and like oh, Ellie cool. Sattler and stuff in wow. it. That's awesome. Yeah, so it was kind of yeah. cool that they had like you know it's they pay tribute the, to yeah, their history exactly. It's like nuts. <laughs> so. The ride itself, though, is, like, fantastic. It's so smooth, and it feels relentless. Like, it feels like it never stops. It but just starts keeps off on slower, going. right? Not slower, um, but the, the well, big it, it, launch is later, correct? The the craziest part, I felt like, was the very... Not, like, the beginning launch, but that first, like, part where you're inside the raptor pen. Mm. Like, I just felt like I was being tossed around like a ragdoll. Like, I... When I would get, like, back in my seat the way I was supposed to go, I was like... Bleh. Like, out of another way. And then, yeah, the the whole part, you know, the launch out is cool. The top hat portion is cool. One of the coolest parts was the actual, like, the roll over the water. Mm -hmm. Because even though when you're looking at the train going over the water, it doesn't look like you're that close. But when your head is, like, flipping upside down and you're like, oh, shit, there's the water. You felt like you were going to be like dunked in the like moon. you're like dipping it your was, head in there. Cool. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and like I said, the whole time we were on it, it just felt like I never stopped. But it was so cool. That's awesome. That's good. Which year? It's it's such a random shout out too for this. And I don't. It's just the the nerd in me. I love this. That ride has the best locker setup I've ever seen for an entire oh, attraction in my entire You're the life. only person to say that. <laughs> like. I was like, what? I was like, they're like, oh, yeah, put your stuff in this locker. And then when you get off the ride, remember, like, what color your locker was. Because they're double-sided. You go, you put your stuff on one side. You go up to the station. When you come back down, you come back down on the other side of, like, a glass wall. And you scan your ticket. And the other side of your locker opens up. And you take your stuff out the other side. That's so, you so go cool. Up one side oh, and come out the other. It's so cool. That's really I was like, cool. This is, yeah, I was like, who? Like, this is genius. Yeah, they need to do that in any ride, like all the Six Flags rides and the Knots rides, and any. But you don't any, like the sliding door to slide from. One you know, I don't mind that. In. It's the getting. You have to walk across the but, yeah train, get to the other side. You know, put it in there, then come back. Especially if you're on the or other side of the coaster, or just drop it on the ground because there's nothing to put it in. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I trust the uh, the sliding doors at Knots. I would not trust the sliding door at Six Flags. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I was going to ask if you were smart enough to put your, your wig in the locker before you were Oh, God, I saw that. That is her legacy. I see that? I didn't see this. Oh, my God. You haven't seen the video? There's this girl riding, and <laughs> as it goes over the top hat, you see a wig go flying. <laughs> and then one of the one of the team members finds it, and she records herself walking up to the, the entrance of the attraction, and the cast member's, like, holding her wig out. <laughs> oh, I love that. Her. I love that she owned it. That's great. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, so. Anything else worth uh, noting from your Universal trip? Well, it was uh, not just Universal, right? Oh, no, no. This one was 
everything yeah yeah we did i mean our universal trip uh it's gonna be hard going back and not having express pass because mm-hmm. we literally finished both parks in one day how did you get the express pass what what made did you just pay well, for it i or used was this it? thing called money <laughs> i didn't know if you like st- i didn't know if you guys stayed like on property for that trip or something or no like, we just well, okay. we just figured because so i have a pass braden has a pass what's and, money yeah. <laughs> and so my mom we were going to buy a one-day ticket a one-day park hopper and we figured though like there's so much to do in the course of one day and we're mm-hmm. only going to be there for one day so let's just let's spend the extra money because me and Braden aren't paying for admission so all we'd have to pay for was the express pass so we essentially right. my mom bought her ticket but then me and Braden split the cost of an express pass for her and it was amazing we did ev- literally every we did things that we wouldn't normally even do just yeah. because we could do the express pass and I mean I didn't your mom's not going fish, back every fish. time so exactly uh, what, a, what a great way for her to like kind of experience all of that and she she i mean she loved walt disney world obviously I'll, a little more of that in a second but she actually said she really liked universal and she said that she liked that it actually felt like an actual like resorty kind of like thing mm-hmm. as opposed to mm-hmm. like just a park right it's they've done so much to universal orlando and it's just i the last time i went was right after Harry Potter, the first you know Wizarding World of Harry Potter opened, and so I haven't been to Diagon Alley, yeah, since then. And there's so much that has opened, multiple attractions, just with you know the, the train for uh, Harry Potter. I'm not a Harry Potter fan, so I don't know the names of everything. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Well, even like how you're saying <laughs> but, Diagon Alley, yeah. Um, like my mom, like we were, um, we had just gotten in there and. We went straight to the leaky cauldron to get food. So we walked in there and she's kind of looking around and I could start hearing like out in the alley. I could hear like the like the the growling sound. And I told her, hey, go out there, go out there because we were like kind of like in Nocturne Alley. And I was like, hey, go out there, go out there and look at the bank. So she goes out there and I can see her like looking up and you can hear the growling get louder. And then when it finally like roared and the fire went, the look on my mom's face was priceless. Oh, <laughs> Was it like scared or just like shock and amazement? It was just like it was like a like a oh, what the like a shock face. Like, yeah. Yeah, like what the hell? That's so that was cool. kinda cool, yeah. And what else has been opened since? We're not gonna count Jimmy Fallon. But besides Jimmy Ugh. Fallon <laughs> Oh, I, I Are you gonna see... count Fast and the Furious? We didn't do that. <laughs> we had we had we had express passes and we're like, still no thank you. Didn't do it. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, All right, I haven't bus. done Kong. And oh, I love Kong, which is yeah. funny because I mean, no, it's not the most loved. not to get ahead of myself, but we, you know, we just went to Universal here, and after going on Kong in Florida and then coming back and doing ours, it just feels like such a half-assed experience. I don't think I did Kong in Florida. Wait, when did Kong open in Florida? Like two and a half years ago, three years ago. Okay, okay I don't think I've been back to Universal since then. So, okay. They took the studio tour portion mm-hmm. and turned it into like a full-fledged attraction. In- instead of the Fast and the Furious and just leaving it exactly the same as a studio. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually portion. really good. Like, and it's kind of like, it starts off outdoors, like where you're on like a giant, like kind of looks like a Kilimanjaro, uh, truck. safari truck. Mm, okay. Yeah. And it go, but it's, but it's driven by an animatronic like, oh. tour guide and it's oh. all automatic and it goes okay, through like guys. this temple. When are we going? Uh, yeah, you're going to have to take me back next time. I've never <laughs> been. We're, we're actually at all. going in October. 
What? Oh, Wait, uh, we're going in we're October? Going? Like, we are going? Well, where are we staying? I didn't get Ten- my invite yet. Ten- tentatively, we're going to try to go at the end of September, possibly the beginning of October. And we want to do at least one night at Horror Nights if they start doing it. And I think we're going to try to stay at... Um, we're going to try to stay at Royal Pacific for two nights and one night at one of the cheaper hotels just so for the first two nights that we stay at Royal Pacific, we get Express Pass for free. Okay, so I'm going to be waiting for right, my yeah. email yeah. with the itinerary and how yes, much to right. pay. I'm so just let me know. You got the whole already. grid going, right? <laughs> it, you let, let me tell Brayden. Brayden, type it in right no, now. Like, seriously, if you want to go, let's do Mama, this. Mama needs a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have let's some other... Priorities at home, I probably would be going with you. I'd, I'd be inviting myself, but I don't think I'm going to make it. Because we we figured we're going to start doing like after this trip, we kind of came to the realization that I don't think we can do the whole seven eight day like Disney World trips anymore. It's just so much work. I think we're yeah. going to start doing like Europe? shorter like little Jones. Oh, that's 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 next year, Derek. There you go. We're Wait, about what? That. Oh, we're, what's we're next year? That was on our on our mandate at the Arboretum. Oh, well, where oh. are you going? <laughs> we said we want to go to London next year. Oh, London, okay. And Derek's going to be our tour guide. <laughs> okay, so we're screwed, Let's go, guys. <laughs> I was like, Derek. <laughs> the, fun, the, the best time with me as tour guide. It's all no photo spots. It's going to be like an episode of Friends. Derek's going to put his map on the floor. I need to get in the map. <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, I love Universal over there. I mean, I have an annual pastor there, and if we do end up going in October like we're planning, I'll have gone three times in the one, in one year during a pandemic. What was the hotel that you stayed at uh, Cab- at Universal? Oh, Cab- Cabana Bay. So, funny about that, too, is I told Brayden, dude, if we just stay at Cabana Bay again, I'm totally fine with that. And he's like, no, let's try staying somewhere different this time. And I was like, he's like... He says, he's like, yeah, because we get express. I was like, I know that's fine and all. I was like, I loved that hotel. I would stay there before I'd stay at any Disney. It like, looked so nice. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, and over any value resort at Disney, I would oh, stay for sure. in a heartbeat. And some of the moderates, I think. Just, yeah. To be honest. the price point is just a steal and compared to Disney. If we want to talk about Disney World a little bit, I would probably stay at Cabana Bay before I'd stay at Caribbean Beach again. Well, Caribbean Beach is kind of... I will say, though... I've never been so, super impressed. So we stayed at Caribbean Beach in, like, 20... It was, like, 2010, 2011, something like that. And I wasn't a fan, because everything was just mm-hmm. so spread out. I yeah. mean, this is before yeah. they even had, like, check-in at, like, Old Port Royal. Like, you had to do, like, check-in at, like, a separate building. Mm-hmm. Take a, a remote bus. building. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was... So I was like, okay, but then... um obviously the skyliner opened and the whole resort itself got a huge facelift and then the addition of riviera right next door was like okay let's try it again because we really wanted to stay somewhere on the skyliner originally we were staying at pop century and we said hey since the dining plan got canceled let's take that money that we had for the dining plan let's put it towards an upgrade to a hotel so we decided to do uh caribbean beach and while the entire it has its pros and its cons. Um, I feel like the cons might be outweighing it a little more than the pros 
Um, it's still just way too big. They need to definitely have a couple extra little spots for like food and beverage. Um, thankfully, though, where we were at, I, we were staying at Caribbean Beach, but it felt like we were staying at Riviera because Riviera. Right on that edge. Yeah. So Riviera's quick service uh, restaurant, uh, all of their like drink machines. Uh, even their Skyliner station was literally like two to five, like two to five minutes from our hotel, from our room. So mm, we spent, nice. we we ate at the Riviera almost the entire trip. See, that's pretty nice. Was, if you know yeah. you're going to be close to the Riviera, then, then yeah, it was, like it, it was worth it. It was amazing. Like we were like, okay, if I ever, if I can't get a room near our lobby, I'm going to request that location again. And it's literally like the furthest building from the lobby. But it's the closest to Riviera, so it's like, and they're in. Even though they're two separate hotels, they actually consider that one large resort. Interesting, believe it or not. I felt when I stayed at the Caribbean Beach Resort, I felt like it was not enough of an upgrade for me to. It still felt like a value resort. Mm-hmm. I would I would much rather stay at the Pop Century because I I'm getting it for way cheaper, obviously, and of course you're still getting the the Skyliner. I would you stay there post upgrade, <clears throat> uh, pre upgrade, mm. pre upgrade. Yeah, the rooms the rooms are definitely nicer than they used to be. I will mm-hmm. say that because we were worried because we couldn't remember if they upgraded the rooms or not. Um, they remind me very much of. I wouldn't say exactly like the Pop Century rooms because I still think the Pop Century room was amazing. I um, love the Pop Century, but yeah, they they have all the plugs, like USB plugs all over the mm-hmm. room. Um, it has like a pullout bed, all sorts of stuff. So it was actually the all room, those upgraded features. Yeah, the room itself was really nice, but just the whole—I mean, the size of the resort just like killed it. And then, obviously, if you've stayed there, you know that the entire resort shares the same bus loop. So mm-hmm. for the yeah. parks that had the buses, so we were the—that's the biggest con. We right? were yeah. the our yeah our room. Our room cluster was the last to be picked up. So if we were the last to be picked up, you had to hope there was space. Yeah. And especially during pandemic, because, you know, usually, you know, Disney World buses, it's if there's room, we're going to put you you on it. You cram in there. Yeah. Balls to butts. It's not like that right now. (laughs) Right now, it's like before you get on the bus, the driver will ask you how many people are in your party. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you, okay, go sit on the seats that are numbered number two. But if you right. get, and there's there's no standing room, so if you the bus comes around, you're you better hope that there's space for it. Yeah, as they haven't gotten that down. I mean, it's it's been like that for a while. Well, right? thankfully, we only times we had to use the bus was uh, Animal Kingdom and for Magic Kingdom. We did take we took the Skyliner obviously to Epcot and to Hollywood Studios. Um, we did. Uber or no, we lift over to Epcot one day just because I wanted to walk through the whole like I wanted the whole experience of going into Epcot through the main gate with Spaceship Earth and all the new music and everything. And we did take um we took a lift over to Hollywood Studios one day because um the Skyliner was down till like noon. Mm. But I mean buses in Florida in Disney World suck anyways. They've gotten so bad lately. Yeah, I don't know how they can justify a lot of it with I mean it's really becoming an issue right and I think a lot of people are really stressing how much I mean I think it's starting to 
take people away from wanting to stay on property because it's no longer really a benefit um, in some cases. Uh, I, I just don't know what the lay of the land is going to look like in two years from now, post completely post pandemic. Um, they already have annual passes back over there, but like, how is it going to like, are they going to completely change their operations? Because I feel like they're, the bus system is just not working. It's creating too much of a negative, a negative impact Mm -hmm. for guests going, including myself where I've decided, Hey, I'm going to spend an extra 10 to $15 every time I go somewhere on a lift because I do not want to wait 45 minutes plus in heat, sometimes not in the shade, waiting for a bus with a bunch of cranky people. No, And see, like, one of the things, too, is, like, I mean, the bus service has always sucked. And since the pandemic, it took something that already sucked and made it even worse. Because, yeah. you know, like, for example, like, one of the worst times we had was we were at Disney Springs. And so the Caribbean Beach and the Riviera bus stops are right next to each other. We had two choices. We could either take Caribbean Beach or we could take Riviera. Well, the the Caribbean Beach line was super long. There was nobody in line at the Riviera once we got in that one. We saw like four Caribbean Beach buses come up. But since everything's socially distanced, the line barely moved. And then on top of that, Riviera had like one bus running. We waited like 30 minutes for a bus. Yeah, I think we can't really compare right now the the bus situation during during limited capacity because it's uh, just a joke. Uh-huh. Well, I just thought it was weird that you know you've got Riviera, which by the time the bus showed up, our line got really long. Um, and I mean, even though we weren't staying at Riviera, it's kind of crazy that this is one of your DVC resorts. This mm-hmm. is one of your highest paying customers are staying at this property. You would think that the bus service for that would probably be a little bit better, but yeah. it was just as bad as everywhere else. So it's like you would think, oh, I'm paying the premium. I'm going to get better bus premium service. No. Yeah. Nope. You still had to wait just as long as everybody else. Well, shall we move over to the West Coast? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move over to the West Coast because anything that really happened in Florida, like for your Disney World, it's kind of no longer relevant. As bad as that sounds. You know, it's it's things moving have fast. So <laughs> much wow. over there. So wow. fast. Ass. You're yeah, irrelevant. You're, just not, you're not. You're yeah. You're, <laughs> no one cares anymore, Matt. Uh, no, it's true though. It's like you can't talk about things that happened three weeks ago at Disney World because it's a different Mastodon experience now. And- yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's let's go over the West Coast. Let's let's get to Universal Studios Hollywood because you did just go to uh, back there again. We're, that's your first time there since the pandemic. God, right? Matt is there. hogging this whole podcast. Yeah. Well, I've now been there twice. <laughs> I know. You've been there wow. twice. Okay. And I'm going again next Thursday. Well, I don't blame you. If you can go. go. Um, Especially because you have so, an annual pass. Yeah, exactly. The, our first. So, like you said earlier, though, a lot of it is like you're at this point now where people are like, so just over like socially distancing. The employees, you know, are like, how much can we do? What can we do anymore? Um, They're not getting paid enough. Yeah, when we went the well, when we went the first time, and I'm not trying to say anything was you know like either time was terrible. Um, I will say if you are going to Universal Studios, be prepared to wait in line because, as you know, that park is already super super small to begin with. Mm -hmm. They only have like you know at the most maybe like eight full attractions. yeah. Yeah. So when you figure there's eight full attractions. You have it 35% capacity and you're limiting 
the capacity on the attractions too. The lines are like insanity. Like the first time we went, we literally went on three things. We did Harry Potter, we did Jurassic World, and we did Secret Life of Pets. On our last trip this last week, we did the studio tour and the Secret Life of Pets. And the only reason we, we weren't really too worried about it. It was just kind of like, I need to get out of the house for the day. I haven't really been out because I've been working so much. Um, I will say this last trip on the studio tour, I love socially distant studio tour because each party gets their own row. Each row is separated by another row. And so like, you know, like sometimes when you go on the studio tour, you know, there's like a party of three and then there's another party of three. They throw all six Mm -hmm. of you in the same row. And so you're practically sitting on top of somebody else. So it was kind of nice that like it was just us. So if I wanted to go to one side, we can go to the other side. Mm. It was amazing. And we were actually in the very, very first row. So it was the the tour guide and then us. Oh, nice. So the entire time he's like calling us out on I stuff. have never been that close. To yeah, the it was cool. Guide. Well, and I was like I was I was using my um my gimbal and I was recording stuff. He's like, "Are you going to be recording me?" And I was like, uh, "I wasn't planning on." He goes, "Well, let me know now so I can give you my best side." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on Secret Life of Pets? I love it. It's yeah. exactly what that park needs. I will say the the ride system is a little over. I want to say the ride system. The restraint system is overkill to a thousand. Yeah, there's been a lot of so, about that. Oh my god! Like I'm sitting there thinking, like even the other day when we went on it, and I'm like, this is not necessary. We are right. moving like four miles an hour. Like you could have a simple lap bar and a bench seat. Don't they have like a test vehicle outside too? Like yes. it's so like small. Like I'm like, it's, why? It's insane. <laughs> well, because even like I noticed like. When I got in it, I mean, I'm not like a tiny person, but I'm also not like a large person. And I'm sitting there, you pull down the lap bar. If you look on the floor, when the lap bar like comes out, there's like markers and it has to show some green in order for like you to be okay. And I'm like, it like, I'm, I can see green, but I'm like, there's not like a whole lot of green. Like, like how are you going like, to fly okay? out? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think I'm going to do on this? Like, seriously they need to do something about that because that's just overkill i wonder if it's like some risk thing thing with their lawyers saying like hey not not like so much you could get out and get injured but more or less you could get get out and destroy things or you know hurt yourself i was i was easy to get on a slow moving vehicle i was stapled in there so hard that i was not getting out anywhere (laughs) i feel like universal just does not know how to do family attractions like it's kind of like out of their wheelhouse. They're just mm-hmm. they're just starting to get into that where it's like a family attraction where multiple generations can ride together. And I feel like maybe they're well, just like, let's just lock everyone in. Well, and that's the thing though is you literally can't take little kids on this right. It has a height requirement. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And I'm there, like, this anything, this right? ride moves. And mind you, it doesn't. There's no like horizontal move it's all lateral through the entire thing there's no tilting there's nothing you are literally just going flat through an entire like who's honey hunt all the way through yeah and the fact that it has you can't like you can't ride with your family essentially yeah that needs to be changed because that's the only thing that sucks yeah i do want to get a little bit into the ride but real quick i'm just thinking like for universal studios right now like you, there's no non-thrill attractions, right? Because if you even think about 3D attractions, there's still a thrill element to them. So like mm-hmm. Minions still has a 
minions. 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 They do have that parking lot fire attraction, though. That's pretty wild. Exciting. Did you see the picture? I I love the picture of, like, because they added that giant minion to the wall. And it's like you see him, like, looking, and there's, like, the smoke and the fire. And it's (laughs) so menacing looking. That was nuts. But, no, seriously, I don't know Universal that well. I mean, I know it well enough. I don't think there really is a there non-thrill isn't. attraction, you know, no, even if it, anyone mean, go on it. So I get what you're saying, though, Beth. Like, they, they don't know. That's not their wheelhouse. And so now there's, they did one that they needed, but for some reason they went crazy with They, they went overboard yeah. with Common sense is not their wheelhouse. To yeah. be honest, to be honest, I feel like they have it open right now. They're going to leave it that way. I would not be surprised if down the road we see some sort of like change to that mm-hmm. because they've yeah. done that in the past where they've noticed that like oh shit we did something with this restraint system that we probably shouldn't have because if you remember right the harry potter restraint system when it first opened was like insanely restrictive like mm-hmm. you couldn't be like past a certain size like even for me like i said i'm not like it's not even like a stomach thing because i feel like i might have i do have a bigger belly but i'm very like barrel chested so when I would put like the thing down on like Harry Potter, it would hit my shoulders and like on my chest and it wouldn't go down any further. And you have to have it down to a certain, it's not like a stomach thing. It's just like, mm-hmm. right. And Your shoulders they since, and- yeah. And they have since changed that the restraints on like Harry Potter are, are a lot more, um, more comfortable. I say, uh, yeah, I want to say comfortable. They're more accommodating now. Like they're not as like, restrictive you you don't yeah. have to have it to this certain point anymore so i'm hoping eventually down the road maybe that's what they'll do with this because it's so unnecessary the way it is right now yeah well as much as i want to still talk about secret life of pets just because i have not watched a full ride uh point of view of it neither. but uh the stuff i have seen even like the ending with uh i don't want to give anything away but like some of the things they do and the effects at the end seem really cool and i'm kind of impressed with some of these little little items that they're doing at Universal that you wouldn't really expect a park like Universal to be doing. Yeah. So I'm excited exciting. for them to start doing more of that stuff. I'm excited yeah. for that. It was yeah, just, just nice not being all screens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, let's move on. Just real quick, I do want to touch upon Jurassic World just because it is still relatively new and they added the... The Indominus Rex. Yes, thank you. So they added that at the end. Um, looks incredible. Insane. Of course, it's already been broken a few times, like I expected. Well, it's an it's new. It's new. It's gonna I it's, I'm giving them a hard time. Remember when Disneyland opened in 1956? <laughs> what? 56? Oh my god! Get out of oh here! Oh my god, you guys! It's You're a- fired from this podcast. No, he he's he knew. I know, I'm just guys, kidding. Are you guys serious? <laughs> I don't know what you know that's you serious? You know yes, I'm you know just kidding. You know, I say you know that's a Jurassic Park yes, reference, right? Yes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, do you know that, Derek? Yes, Have you seen the I did movie? not know that's a reference in the movie. What? They say 1956 yeah, I, in it. Oh, it's uh-huh. very upsetting. When it's when it's it's when they're in like the the bunker and uh, Ian Malcolm has like his leg broken and yeah. like John Hammond comes in there to give him like a pep talk because he's like trashing the park and he's like, well, you know when Disneyland opened in 1956 oh. and you're like, oh. it's it was How's very upsetting. How does that happen? Intentional, right? Anyway, it has to be, right? <laughs> well, was, you would expect you would expect a man who doesn't even know what your Disneyland opened to have a shitty theme park. It's true. <laughs> but that, so that ride, though, like, so 
I've always liked Jurassic Park. It definitely was getting old. It felt very um, dated, mm-hmm. especially after we went on the one in uh, Islands of Adventure on our last trip. And I'm like, oh, God, we got the better the better end of the deal on this one. Um, it's just so good. And it's still a water ride. You know, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I do like that they have had it kind of like turned down a little bit. So you're not getting completely soaked on mm-hmm. it. But it missed it. Yeah. The fact that like that whole I mean, I'm not trying to say it. It's like the greatest animatronic I've ever seen, but just something that large that is moving as fluidly as it was, and it comes close to you too. Like, okay, like Yeti, it's like right or over the dinosaur, you. Matthew. You've seen both in action. Uh, the dinosaur. Wow! Wow! Really impressive. Well, because so with the Yeti, I mean, the Yeti might be even more impressive. But the only thing is, you literally see that for right. You, a second. A, like you fly second. by it. You see it for a you second. So even, for a second even now it. that it's not even moving and you have like the, the disco lights on it, yeah, it still kind of has that, that feeling like it's moving. But you're literally like you watch, you're, you see this thing. You watch it walk in from outside, from the dark, mm-hmm. and you see it like rear back and you pretty much go underneath him as like the T-Rex is also coming yeah. out of the, the the waterfall and then you see both their heads like turn towards each other and it does this whole like there's a whole story like, there like, yeah you're like holy shit it's really weird that they so they opened up this attraction right pre-pandemic mm-hmm. is that yes. long ago yeah so they opened it up but it didn't have this yet and then they just I, I guess it was probably always meant to happen yeah right no they they had even announced that like it was like a placeholder but the cool thing is even the placeholder was still like whatever i mean it was an animatronic it's about what i expected but the cool part of it is that they actually took the placeholder and moved it to another portion of the attraction now oh that's cool so they didn't like just toss it out yeah it was like i'm like wondering okay did they did they already have like a plan for that because it wasn't there before so yeah. like maybe the whole plan was like, hey, we're gonna put this up here. Once we get the real thing, we're gonna move this one to where it's supposed to go because it's in like a cool spot, like where you would imagine it to be too. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that, either way, that's really cool. I hopefully I need I need to get back out to Universal. It's been a while for myself to go to Universal Studios Hollywood. I mean, yeah, they're building Super Mario World, so at least they do have more stuff coming that looks family friendly and I think, yeah, um, really what that park needs. So let's move on to Disney. Finally, uh, a couple of you guys. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> uh, finally. Yeah. Uh, unless you want to talk about anything else, Matt. Gr- grudgingly. Matt. Let's move on to Disney grudgingly. Got so, some feelings. On my notes here. So, so we have some upcoming Disney trips, right? We already talked about it, how Derek and Beth are going. I put on here, get it off your chest, Beth and Derek. Oh my gosh. Because the they're a little frustrated. It's kind of been fun watching them go through this. <laughs> really? Spiral. We yeah. like start out so excited. We're going. And then we like yeah. spiral. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I get quite a bit of enjoyment out of it because I'm like, oh my God. Both Matt and I were both, before you guys got tickets, you know, we both consci- consciously decided we're not going to go for anytime soon. So. I was there with you guys too. I was yeah. like adamant. I was like, I'm not spending this amount of money. They don't want me there. I'm a older. They don't want me. They don't want my money. But I have a five year old who is dying to go sure. see all of the, um, the adventure stuff. I mean, Stephen and I have always been into Marvel before we even, you know, had a kid that was like our thing. 
but she loves Spider-Man and she really wants to go. And she's been super excited this whole time to go. And, you know, like I said, she hasn't done much this for like a full year. She's been, you know, hasn't seen much of anybody. She's just like kind of been outside of our apartment and there's not a whole lot she could do. So I felt really bad. And she was so excited to well, go see this Avengers campus. I was going to say, if you want to take her to go see Spider-Man, just take her across the country and go see I, the good one. I don't want to take her on an hey, airplane yet. yet. Like, honestly, like if, 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 if kids could have vaccines, I totally would because it's like a six hour airplane flight in a tube <laughs> like freaks me out because she can't have a vaccine yet. So, but because of that, I was like, okay, I'm just going to look and see. So we ended up finding a time shortly after it opens. So really we're going for her. I mean, not that I'm not excited, but we're going for her and I'm just fingers crossed. I can get, what is it called? What is, what is the right even called? What is it called? What's the right called? Web, web slingers. Web slingers. Spider Man. Web Spider Man adventure. Okay, thank you. Is it really called that? A Spider Man yeah. adventure. It's some, yeah, it's something yeah. like extra long like that. So, you know, fingers crossed, I can get it at seven a.m. and get up and get it. We got a hotel because I don't want to deal with traffic on a Monday morning <laughs> from Riverside That's County. That's probably the smartest move. I, I, I think so. Really I really think, think it's going to so. save us a bunch of stress. It's literally right across from the park. So I, I think that was the best move to make. So Yeah, I agree. I think best going just so that she can say she went before I, I did. I did try to make sure. No, because, <laughs> because I didn't start looking until after they announced that June 15th was the date when kind of everything was we're yeah. getting rid of all tears. So I didn't start looking until after that was announced. So I try to go before then. Just the fact that I went before you was just—it was just magic. Now, see this. This is my Greg too, because I mean, so I have a selfish reason, right? Like I had serious FOMO. Like I haven't been in so long, and I think out of the our group that I'm probably not able to go as much as the rest of you to Disney, right? And so for me, I'm like, no, shoot, I'll, I'm just gonna pull the trigger. You know, this is the only time that I'm able to do something like this. It's been so long. Like everybody else is deciding mm -hmm. to go. So I, I just like, okay, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy my ticket. I was thinking to myself, okay, this is probably the only time in life where they're reopening the parks. It's going to be super mm -hmm. like empty. 20%, and 15% capacity. 15%, 20%, 25%. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm here buying my tickets, but, um, my mistake was thinking that this whole reservation period up to the end of June was going to be set at what it was. And yeah. so, and I, and to be fair, I think that a lot of people felt the same way. It's like, you know, you're, Absolutely. you're going through the effort of reserving something. You're I'm setting paying up this, this much money, right? <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, I mean, and they're making it complicated for that purpose to say like, you have to reserve your spot. You have to, you know, buy your ticket, get the tiered ticket, whatever, get your date. These are the rules. Have your mask on 25%, whatever. And so, you know, just so happened to me that the date that I select is June 15th. And I'm like, what? Sorry to laugh, <laughs> but this is where you insert you just have that, to laugh. that. You insert the prices right, like the losing sound. <laughs> this is how I felt. Hold on, can we update the non-Californian yeah. residents to why that's a big date? I mean, it's a big date is because that's apparently when now California is a, a free-for-all in terms of all of the loosening of the restrictions. 
masks are no longer a requirement. Pants aren't required. Pants aren't required. It's <laughs> required anymore. The I don't know why I'm imagining they're gonna do like a commercial for like, tr- like tourism. <laughs> for no, for like tourism, and they're gonna use that the California <laughs> "Here I Come," and they're gonna do like that. Open up, open up, open up. <laughs> Well, and then, like, so it's open up to, like, non-California residents, right? Like, they're um, raising up the percentage restrictions. Yeah, they, haven't, just kind of, they haven't said specifically that they are raising up percentages. No, but, but they, they have not said that they have not. spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. very yeah. not clear. And it, it it does suck that, like, you and me both, I mean, even for myself, they, they increased the percentage of people that was going to be in from when I purchased the tickets, which fine okay but it does suck because for me i was like okay the reason i'm gonna the reason i am willing to spend this much money for a one-day park hopper ticket is because i know it's going to be low capacity yeah and then to have that not available it does yeah it sucks and it's just so weird thinking like you know I've never had so much anxiety about planning a trip <laughs> to Disneyland. one day, right? Oh, for one day. Oh like, it's just so unnatural. It is stressful. Why it's do stressful. People, I do not understand why anyone who does not have an annual pass would pay this much money to have this much stress. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. With the, it's yeah. always been the problem with the prices. And that's why I always told people I, I would never suggest or... I would never recommend somebody to go to Disneyland at full price. Like that's because why I, I knew I feel, you would never get the value yeah. that you feel like it's worth. How much you would have to, to spend have everything and go plan yeah. it. Yeah. And now I've looked at July dates are not sold out in July, which I was, even though I was like, even though paying how much I paid and knowing that I would not do it again until I had some sort of, annual pass or discount program or something i was still surprised that looking in july after they've opened the state up after passes are available to everyone that the only date that was sold out was july 3rd like i was surprised Mm -hmm. by that yeah but like even at full capacity which i don't think they'll still be a full capacity even in july yet i don't think they'll tell us either way right yeah no but i don't think they'll they're not gonna allow for an eighty thousand to a hundred thousand you know, capacity day. Right. Yet. Not because they can't do it I by like they're allowed to do it. I just don't right. think Disneyland is, has the means to do it yet. With, yeah. They're not staffed yet. And they, I mean, that, yeah. if you're having a hundred thousand people or, you know, DCA doesn't fit a hundred thousand, but if you have a full capacity day, you need to have a show in Hyperion theater and frozen. You have to have, gone. Yeah, things so, to eat people. Yeah. Yeah, so you you need those things there, and it's not there not right there. now. But I was surprised that you know all of July is still basically open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, here's the thing: I think why Matt and I were cracking up about it is because I think both him and I both figured that hey, things are going to start reopening, and it's not like Disney. We didn't think Disney was going to wait until everyone that has already secured a ticket wait until those reservations are up to finally release more tickets. And yeah. I feel like I'm in a better position than Derek because I am still before they open to exactly. <laughs> before they open to out of state guests. I just have before they lift thing. mask restrictions because again that's my big thing because I have a 5-year-old who cannot be vaccinated so I my my booking of those tickets is knowing that those mask restrictions are still in place. Like that's why I booked because I know that it's going to be safe, you know, in the in the most broad sense safe for her. So I'm I'm glad that that's still the case for the dates that I booked. Well, like my thing is though it's like for Derek, I mean, 
like you said, you you know, you didn't know at the time because you made the reservations before they made the announcements. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like there was ever any sort of like guarantee like written into your reservation that said like, hey, like expect the lowest crowds you've ever expected in your entire yeah. life. Or hey, I mean, we're not going to reopen if we can't do this. Hey, you know, like, yeah, you have a June 15th ticket, but if we're allowed to let more people in. Like, we're going to do it. And that's fair. Like, and I'm not expecting Disney to, like, hold off. I know they need to rebound from, like, being closed for over a year. But it just kind of bites to think that, you know, you're planning this whole thing. And it's just kind of like a normal day. So what really is the point? Like, I, I just don't know, like, past this time frame, if, if I'm going to be going back anytime soon. And that's what just kind of bites about it is because, you know, the feeling of the anxiety of, for one, you know, not just having to plan this whole date with the reservation and buying a ticket, you know, separate times, all that. But then to think about having to reserve reservations for food and then right. reservations for rides and then mobile order. That's like this the whole other thing. plan is so like anxious to me. <laughs> That's the other thing is that <laughs> they're increasing people. But people are still having issues with mobile ordering. And they are that's where they're trying to direct everyone to mobile order, mobile order. And it's becoming a big issue. Like, it's been a complaint since the parks have started to reopen. And they still have not fixed the issue. Even today, as we've recorded, I've seen multiple people <laughs> complain about the, the ordering issues with food. So... It's not even it's not even just that more people will be coming in. It's that they're letting people in, but they have not fixed the other issues yet. Mobile ordering or they're putting too many spaces in between cars. The so lines are extra long. They just haven't adge- addressed those extra issues. Right. Well, I, to me, it's like, why even try to fix the mobile? Just get rid of mobile ordering. Like, I, yeah. I don't make I, it a requirement. Like, just, why? Just, why does it yeah. have to be Because like, I went to ordering. Angel Stadium at o- uh, opening day, right? And and it was the worst experience I've ever experienced. Not just at Angel Stadium, just in a large gathering. It, I felt like there was a mob scene that was about to break out and people were going to die and fight over food. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I really felt that was going to happen. And Joel's got his knife. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's, like it's going to happen. It's all because it was, it because they had mobile ordering and it wasn't working and it was taking two hours to get food or by that, I mean that was two hours and then me demanding to get food because there was no right. way I was going to get my food. That was the only way I got food. So now you're having people waiting over an hour with their mobile orders that they ordered from earlier in the day. They go and they still wait an hour once they say they're there. Um, that's that's not okay. And it's not even – it doesn't have to happen. Yeah, they, mobile ordering is a great option. But why force everyone that's like that's your only option? You can still stand in line. You're standing in line for everything else. The lines are all outside. Well, I was going to say, and it's it's insane that, like, it's such a stark contrast from the East Coast because in Florida right now, good majority of the quick service restaurants are still mobile order only. And Oh, really? I don't. Yeah, we didn't run into, like, any issues with that. Um, Why are they I having actually, so much issues? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Are they understaffed? Certain, like they like have not be. like staffed because, up like, enough. I feel like the only time I ever really had to kind of like wait was for when we went to Satuli Canteen, but that's because my app was like acting like a crackhead, mm-hmm. and 
Um, that was the only time I ever had an issue, but like everything else, like we never had a problem with mobile or we mobile huh. ordered everything. We, we mobile ordered our food from like the Riviera from Caribbean beach. And the only thing that kind of sucks about it though, is like, I can imagine here it's probably a pain in the ass, but so when you normally, for example, like when we went to any of the quick service restaurants, you can't go find a table until after you get the thing that says your food is ready for pickup like they have oh, people yeah. standing they have people standing at the entrance and you have to show them like my, my table's ready or yeah. my food is ready mm-hmm. then you can go inside until then you have to wait outside but even then it was like i never felt like we had an issue finding a table it was always super quick so i don't know why they're having such an issue here and it's not like mobile order is a new thing it's, no, been it's around not forever it, now i remember people having its issue at touch of disney I, we did not personally have that issue but i remember people saying they had a similar issue where they would order something and it would take you know two hours before their order was ready to be picked up well maybe come june 15 they'll be properly staffed and they'll that's the silver lining that's what i really want to like that's what i want to stress for you derek it's like hey just keep in mind you're gonna go it's gonna just put on your 2015 hat <laughs> like not literally but like you know your no your mental literally. hat of like from 2015 yeah. summer busy time and just expect it to be kind of how it was where hey you're, it's gonna be busy yeah it's gonna be crowded but everyone's um, supposed to be wearing their masks still people Wait, probably still be wearing masks. we don't know that 15 yeah maybe. i mean uh, don't get me wrong like i i know that we're gonna have an awesome time i'm just gonna be happy to be going to have the opportunity and i'm sure you know beth you're thinking mm-hmm. the same thing you know we'll, we'll have a great time it's just a very different experience from what we bargained for not even just um a non-ap experience but just a completely opposite we're not used meticulously to, like, planned, to like plan things running the risk of not being able you know what i mean so like so yeah this is the one mess. thing i hate about walt disney world i hate having to yeah. plan everything out to like a t <laughs> that's what i love about disneyland is i'm like i'm free carefree wherever the wind takes me so we'll see we'll, we'll report back yeah but i i am excited and derek and i will both hopefully have a chance to experience the Avengers campus. Yes. It'll be open for both of our trips. So hopefully we'll both have a chance to experience it. And uh, I mean, so we're recording this just shortly after they had their grand opening. Like the day after. Yeah. Yeah. For Avengers campus. I I think we all have built into, we're all hyped, but I think we all have realistic expectations as well. Um, And so I, I, I'm impressed with what it is. And I think, we all understand what Avengers Campus is supposed to be. You know, we're not, we don't have like this, we're not going in it blind and we don't, we don't have this We don't think there's an e-ticket in there. <laughs> yeah. We understand <laughs> there, that like. There, there is, it's only been open for like four years now. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got a really long preview. Well, my really since is, it's been 2004. My, but. my kid is tall <laughs> enough for that right now. I am stoked. I don't oh, know if she's awesome. going to want to go on stoked? it. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I've, ex- I've like explained it to her like what it is. So I'm not sure if she's excited. She says she wants to go on everything she's tall enough for. After you forced her on that knots ride. I I know. I'm going to like tell her. I did not know what to expect for what was it? Sidewinder? What? Sierra Sidewinder. Sierra Sidewinder. But you could physically see it. I know, but I was like, not sure. It was wild for me. It is a pretty intense ride. She did say she would go on it again. Now that she knew what it was. She just said that it made her tummy upset, which is fair. Yeah. Yeah. And it was our first attraction. Yeah, it was kind of uh, like the first, the first thing in a year she's done. Yeah. yeah. 
I'll start her off slow. I'll get her going. And then who was was I sitting with you, Matt? Who was I sitting with? You're sitting with me. Braden? Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting with you and we were like backwards the entire time. Uh, and we got some good G's on it. I can hear my husband, Steven. He was like cackling behind me. He was like, I was not expecting that. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, where were we? We were talking about uh, Adventures yeah. Campus. What's going on with Annual Passes, guys? Yeah. yeah. What's happening? Nothing. Nothing's Nothing. happening. They say well, we should know something before the end of the year, right? Yeah, that's six months away. Okay, well, so my we'll, know, we'll know that legacy meant shit. Well, we we already know that. <laughs> yeah. So my hope is that again, I am still surprised that July is not like booked up, even though to me it is too expensive for what it is. I still kind of expected all the out of towners out of state or out of staters, I guess to like come rush in and Mm -hmm. get with, get their stuff at least on the West coast DCA. I kind of expected to not fill up right away, but even Disneyland is like full almost all the way through the whole month as of recording this. So my hope, this is my hope is that by September they'll be like, Oh shit. (laughs) We need need money. We need to bring (laughs) these people back in. No one's just going to come and, spend random money all the I'm, time i'm here. hoping that you know i'm not a chapek hater like most people are like i'm not like i'm not in love with chapek but i'm not like a hater can we talk about our spouses <laughs> yeah, but that speech was terrible <laughs> oh, oh, was God. Okay. Um, but he yeah, never has had a good speech no i am i am robot i am talking <laughs> <laughs> for the opening of avengers campus like my husband who has literally no like concept of who Chapek is. Like he likes Disney, but he does not follow like yeah. all the stuff. He was like, who is that guy? He looks like a jerk. <laughs> his his well, no. speech is like, <laughs> he does not care what he's talking about. When I watched it, cause I watched it last night after I got off work and I'm watching it. And after Chapek is done and you know, tomorrow's done and I'm watching like, like Josh is like standing out there. He looks like a, like a, like a people person. He looks like he's standing yeah. like super loose and like, you know, kind of with his hands clasped. He just looks like he's like enjoying it. And then you look back there and like Bob Chapek is like moving like back and forth. He looks like one of the background <laughs> presidents from the hall of presidents. One of the, one of the animatronics. No one, no one that, knows their name. Yeah. And it's that does feet taps. Yeah. That doesn't have like a full range of movement. It's just maybe every so often his head will nod a little, a little bit. bit. That, yeah. That's what it, I'm like, dude, like loosen up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's Avengers campus opening. And you're like, yeah. It was embarrassing, yeah. It's because he knows he shouldn't be there. <laughs> he spent money. He spent money on this. Uh, what was my point? What was I saying about Chapek? Mm, who knows? Not, I don't hate him, but but you don't love him. I don't love him. <laughs> annual pass holders. Annual pass. So hopefully he. Thank you guys for giving me back straight here. So he doesn't. I'm sure he's planning on some crazy new system or program right wait for my punch card system yeah exactly (laughs) i'm hoping punch card like you said come july or august they're like uh we're not filling the parks we can't do this we're not it's not going to sustain this way and that's when they realize okay let's scramble and put in a quick annual pass program it's gonna gonna be dollars again it's gonna be (laughs) the uh the light magic of pass holding i mean this already happened for um for galaxy's edge like they they were like, it's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. But if you block out all the pass holders, who's coming to your park? It's the pass holders. 
That was a crazy time. Well, it was that. And I going back to that, I mean, I don't want to get too much into that, but I do think that there was <laughs> a lot. That's for another of, episode. We should discuss that <laughs> one. <laughs> the Galaxy Ed, Galaxy's Edge opening. No, but there was also a lot of fear. Yeah. Uh, I people mean, were afraid to go was, because there's yes. so much buildup. And like, oh, but, well, I mean, I'm not going to go there. How many passes were blocked out for just like this huge right. chunk of time? And they started well, offering are. like SoCal discounts mm-hmm. to try to get people in. And, well, oh, you're an annual pass holder here. Have this other just dis- like they try- really were trying to get people in. And it goes back to the whole thing, though, where, you know, that works in Florida. But we yeah, are a local park. It's it gotten to that not- point now. I understand they want to make Disneyland Resort like a tourist destination where it they want the, they want people to come and spend days there. Yeah, Your hotels are too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have the space. Like that's just not what it is. And you didn't open up with Avengers. Accept it for what it is. Well, and I understand. <laughs> and I understand that they say, well, you know, a lot of the annual pass holders don't go in there and spend money. But I feel like our group here is one of those exceptions because we literally, yeah, yeah, we, I mean, we literally pass a beer cart. I'm not even thirsty, but I'm buying a beer. (laughs) Me too. I've got two cup holders in my stroller. I need to fill them both. (laughs) But it's not even beer and food. Like we're, we buy merch too. Yeah. We buy dumb shit. I mean, mean, like I look around my room right now and I'm like, how much of this shit did I buy? As an annual oh, pass you know, holder. Cut out the Southern California pass. Make two of course, tiers yeah. of a pass. Like who's no one's I'm saying you have that. to have like the lowest like possible tier that's only open midweek, but give us some options here. Right. Yeah, it's no one knows. I, I really can't I, I wanna say I can understand what they're gonna probably probably do, but I don't I know, think like, I know. I have my I have my like I have what I think they should do, but they have just not done what I think they yeah. should do. But for I a think long they time. kind of know it too, which is why they haven't announced anything. Like they are seeing how the summer goes, because I'm sure that they have the same idea uh, that you know does, it could fizzle does, out. Does Avengers Campus? It feels like it was built for annual pass holders in mind. It feels like an annual pass holder land. Well, with the whole with the whole. Uh, the web, web slingers, slingers yeah. the web slingers you can purchase. They have all these photo op areas. They have tons of food and drink and one new attraction. Like it feels like it was built for pass hold. Like I could see us if we all had annual passes going in and getting a bunch of overpriced drinks, <laughs> and enjoying them and a bunch and of would- beers. I'd be holding my my Pym Laboratories drink in one hand, and I'd be yes. holding my Iron Man repulsor in the other. <laughs> I'd be wearing my ugly ass Loki ears. Those things are so ugly. But <sighs> yes, like it feels like it was built for. It, it was put in a place where annual pass holders are prevalent and would come and make use of the area. I agree with you to a certain. And extent then they forgot <laughs> because only because I feel like we live in an Instagrammable world. That even if you're not an annual pass holder, the Adventures Campus is still very Instagrammable to the point where any uh, day guest, you know, a non-AP holder, will still go in there and be taking photos and putting it all th- over social. True. Uh, yeah. But are but, they buying the merchandise? But, but think about Disney World. Disney World has a ton of Instagrammers, but they go and frequently walls. because they have annual passes yes. who's going to be taking there may be the one-off person who goes in to take those photos to get people hyped about it but if they're not going in you know frequently yeah. yeah you're not going to have all of those you're going to have oh here's a couple of months yeah 
I mean, yeah, I, I do agree. I'm just saying, I, I do think it kind of goes hand Don't in hand with society. Listen, no, <laughs> just tell Disney they're listening to this podcast. You tell them they need us back. They well, one, they need to just announce that they're going to build the e-ticket. Like, make it happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just put in the investment. You know, people are going to go. Come on. I feel like that's my biggest gripe with Avengers Campus. Like, I. I in no way, shape, or form. I feel like I'm not going to go in there and enjoy it. Like I feel like I'm going to go in there and I'm going to love every bit of it. But I also can't help but feel that like okay, we're lumping Guardians into it. Yeah, Guardians has been open now since twenty what twenty seventeen. Well, that was the plan, though. I think that yeah, was no, the and, plan. and I and I get yeah. it was the plan, but like yeah, now you've now repurposed the whole area. Now it's mm-hmm. part of it's anchored in that land. But it's like okay, we've seen this now for like almost five years it's not like this is new and then our other things are a restaurant which yeah it's cool i like it you get the doctor strange area which does look cool and then you get a spider-man ride which like i said i have none of us have been on it a lot of people we know have not been on it we've seen reviews both good both bad it's one of those things where i'll wait and see Mm -hmm. my final judgment right but i can't help but feel like and this is i know this is just me being a universal fanboy if you've ever been on The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man at Islands of Adventure, that's almost it's a damn near perfect Spider-Man or comic book ride. It is like, one of my favorite rides yeah, ever. It is I, good. I, I wrote it on the last trip, and I'm like, this holds up so well. And the yeah. fact that, like, you know Universal, even though, you know, it's like, okay, we don't really own these properties anymore, so we got to make sure we still, you know, keep it up a bit. You know, and they've redone the videos. It's like 4K now. Why they, didn't they just clone yeah, it? Yeah, it's... That's <laughs> <laughs> face. Oh, you guys can see that's face. <laughs> it's a big roll. A big eye roll there. Uh, um, but it's just like, I see that, and then, like, I, I don't doubt that Web Slingers is going to be cool. But it's the same kind of technology I could see down at Legoland because they have a ride that pretty much does ride. the same yeah. thing, and it's like I I expect higher from them. Yeah. And it's not that much different from Knott's Berry Tales. Really, I mean, yeah, you're not sl- slinging something with your hands; you're using a uh, berry blaster. A, a berry blaster. <laughs> <laughs> but right, it's mm-hmm. still similar yeah. concept of going past the screens. Yes, there's sh- there will be some 3D elements to help with transitions and such, but it's still and it's not that, new. For you already have that in Pixar Pier, except yeah, now you don't have to use yeah. your hands. Yeah. I really wish that they would just stop opening these great grand lands without their e-ticket attraction. Like I, I mean, I get the financial <laughs> reason why, but it gets people so riled up. Yeah, just, just imagine if Galaxy's Edge actually worked out, like. The yeah. Rise of the Resistance was working and it opened Open with the ready, land. Yeah. yeah. It would be a completely different story. Like, right now. I, I mean, I get it. I get there's financial reasons why you're not going to do that. But maybe you just, you know, the thing about Universal is they don't announce too early. <laughs> I mean, they, they, were building, they, they built Velocicoaster for like a year before they announced what it was, right? They built, they built Velocicoaster after Tron and Guardians had already broke ground and it's yeah. already open. So (laughs) maybe like keep quiet about your blue sky thinking for just a little bit until you start like actually building things and then. But the weird thing for me too is that they they doubled down on that and they actually built the facade for the ride ahead of actually building the ride because they said that that was going to be where the entrance would be. So it's just kind of weird to have like that whole building already set there. And I have nothing in there though. 
that's something where I think they just needed. They'll have the silly, stupid stunt show stuff on it, but but I think yeah, they had but to they, have they did preface it to say that this would be where the ride would be, yeah. and so it's just kind of weird to have that already built out and not really have. Especially when and you know it's going to take them three or four yeah. years to build it. And everyone's so convinced that it's canceled. Like, if it's well, not, tell us. <laughs> I feel like they can't cancel. Because, I mean, if you listen to the speech last night, even, like, what's his name? Um, the Kevin. producer. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Feige. Feige. Um, he even said, like, you know, Avengers Campus is, like... As long it's as there's imagination keep, yeah. left. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to keep growing and ex- it's going to keep growing and expanding. Yeah. It's not, like, it's not done. So, yeah. I feel like, like Joel said, they need to announce that sooner than later because my worry is that people are going to get in there and be like this is it this is or it. at least just yeah. start constructing i mean i i get the whole financial thing too but couldn't they have used this time or to even maybe start to build oh, just yeah, even, even just reassure us yeah, yeah. hey it's well, still remember, coming like, with, but because well, remember when when guardians opened don't worry when the little holders. the little hatch in the ground oh man by the extent oh, of you yeah. Yeah, like they need to do something like that. They need to give people the reason to like wonder, like, what is this for? Because remember, mm-hmm. we saw that nobody knew what that was for. And then like a year later, they announced like Avengers Campus is opening. They need to do something like that in this land where it gets people, it gets the ball rolling. People start wondering, like, is this going to be like, what is this going to happen? I think that would be something good to do. Uh, definitely. And I was going to also add, hey, I, I understand that this is a Marvel land that is shoehorned into a small section of a park that everyone's like Marvel deserves better. And they do, but it's just not as easy to say they just didn't have the land like they had for, let's say galaxy's edge. And we are the only park park who can do this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Disneyland is the only place we can do this. Right. I mean, in the United States, obviously. So again, I don't think they had anywhere else to put it, except I I'm happy. They did not put it into the Hollywood land area because of what their plans originally were with the Eastern Gateway, with the project of having the pedestrian bridge coming over Harbor Boulevard, the whole area over there, there's all these rumors and discussions. Saying, I think even in one of their presentations to the city, they talked about how they can expand DCA outward into the old tram loading area that's not mm-hmm. really used anymore for, right now for Toy Story parking. But they were going to expand that area and they could do anything in that area. There's so much opportunity and I'm happy that that spot, even though right now it sucks, like there's, it's a weird area with Monsters Inc. back there and a defunct eatery and you know, stage 12 or 17. So obviously it needs to be worked on, but I think there is even more opportunity for once they finally figure out what they can do for the Eastern Gateway, if they can do anything or if not, but they can finally decide to pull the, pl- you know, pull the plug. No, uh, <laughs> pull, pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. You know, my, yeah. um, you know, my, my hope is for that. And this is this is like one of my little armchair imaginary things that I've always wished would happen. The great Muppet movie ride. Where it's the great movie ride, but the Muppets are reenacting all the scenes from it. Because I want Muppets in the park again. Isn't it like officially like something that they concepted like they were going it to needs, do for Florida? I feel like it would work so good now, especially if you use like weird different types of humor, because humor is so much different now than it you know. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you can get some really like funny stuff in there. I think it'll be hard to get that greenlit, but I agree. And I really I'm, want, I just want the Muppets more. I mean, I just double Muppets. down too on the whole Hollywood theme. Like don't lose that aspect of it. I think that's, that, a, that's such a huge part of yeah. California. Like if you need to keep California in the name, you've got to keep Hollywood <laughs> I think somewhere. What's 
tough here is that Hollywood section is so small. It's, it's and it's to be able not to well give done. its justice. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's not well done to do its justice now with how much space they have. I mean, the the walkable area is fine, but, but there's not enough space to really, build up behind it. But they have those big show buildings that are just wasting away. Like, yes, I mean, Philhar Magic. We don't need. I mean, I'm glad it's there right now. But if they like come up with a better attraction, I'm. Oh, yeah, Phil. I mean, the millionaire yeah, show magic is to the still whole there. To Hollywood and dying. Yeah, yeah. by all yeah. means, they can take the whole area out. There could be something amazing there if they well, chose those to. Monsters. <laughs> hey, and it's no, funny, they could close like the whole area now and start working. Just close the whole area and wall it off, and no one uh, would miss right? it. No. I mean, yeah. I'd miss monsters a little bit, but it's because I'm yeah, a five year old. A little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost pretending I'm on Superstar Limo every time I go on. <sighs> can we get Superstar Limo returned to the airport? What if you started off on Superstar Limo and then you drove your limo through Hollywood by the Muppets? Mm. What if the paparazzi Superstar was chasing you? Muppet limo. <laughs> and it was a roller coaster. <laughs> so we're running a little long. I, I took it off for a second, but I did want to just throw in there real quick. Hey, it's exciting that they broke ground for Moana, the journey to water. Surprising. The journey of water. <laughs> like, literally crammed oh, that in there. There's a, there's a second page. <laughs> What? Oh, there I, didn't realize, I didn't realize there was I a second we at... page to the notes. Oh, wow. Surprise. Surprise. We're at the end, though, so we're good. <laughs> okay. He just typed it this whole time. New slash. Um, but no, I, I'm excited, even though that it's not like anything to really get excited about. And I know a lot of people don't like the IPs going in. I get it 100%. I'm excited about having lush green areas within the center of yeah, the, the entrance. Of I, I know we're totally jumping nice. subjects one, here. But. One continent or continent <laughs> side <laughs> of the state to the other. The country? Yeah. Country. <laughs> Where are we? I don't know. <laughs> Do you not know that Florida is like on the other, it's right next to Arizona. On the other side of the state. Yeah. In the state of Orlando. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's really exciting to see because I am still worried with what they're going to do with the whole world celebration and world, the whole area um, and how much of their original plans are really going to make it, especially since they got rid of that platform thing. Hey, what, what if, called? what if, what if it comes out and they just still do it and we're like, just completely forward that they still did it. And we're like, wow, look, they actually followed through with something. I'd be oh, excited. Something already. Nice. They really, they really haven't like, I mean, I've still seen anything? concept art that still has the thing in it. So I don't really think of you as an optimistic person, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, jackass! Plus ultra. Over there. Uh, I'm just joking, but no. Uh, yeah, hey, they could end up doing it, and I know they're releasing new stuff about the new store that's going in over there. That's um, it looks like they are. They they care with what they're doing. They understand the aesthetic Honestly, that they're. That's I feel do. like the only reason I'm being optimistic is because Epcot is my favorite park, and I saw the way it looks right now. Oh, by the way, let's let's bring it back <laughs> just a little bit, you guys. You guys, the pictures of the harmonious barges <laughs> do not do it justice because mm-hmm. in bad person, justice. Oh, justice. you were like in person. It's like yikes. Yeah. Even my mother, my mother, never been to Florida in her entire life, walked through the International Gateway, got her first glimpse of the World Showcase Lagoon, and goes, 
well, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you With got the off-centeredness. Oh, oh, and it's and it's so noticeable too. That's terrible. Was, were they testing while you were there? Like, did you see the fountains going at all? I saw water going all over the place. Was it noisy? I feel like it might be noisy. No, I actually, okay. believe it or not, though, I did not hear any of it. You okay, don't well, hear it. That is a nice thing. It but it wasn't full fountain. Color, no, it was hear. just it was just parts of the fountain, that, like the centerpiece that was going. Um, and I didn't hear it, but I mean. Oh, it's still ugly. It's, <laughs> even when all the fountains, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be, I mean, obviously we don't know the final product, but. Just with the fountains they had kind of going, I was like, this doesn't look nice. It just looks like they're spraying water all over the place. It's like, it's like they're cooling like, it down. No, it was like one of those like water wiggles that you put out in the yard, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> have they have they said an announcement as to when it's supposed to cup in? Cup in? Cup in? Cup in's a bag. I'm assuming at least at some point after October 1st. So on our trip. That we, won't be, going to Florida. October. That's that we won't be going to Disney odd. World. Well, maybe we could make, I mean, if it's open, we should definitely make a little side trip. A one night stand <laughs> at Epcot? Yes, yeah, so a one night stand at Epcot. <laughs> that sounds like a musical. Well, I, either way, exciting stuff. And I think we are sounding more negative than we normally do. <laughs> and for those that don't know us, uh, hey, I think it'd be very easy for people that don't know me well on Twitter to like, if you look at me like a year ago or two years ago to call me like a pixie duster, uh, cause you know, I'm generally pretty positive, but it says a lot, I think with how much we are talking about the issues that are occurring at Disney just to show like, Hey, Disney, we're anxious. You're scaring us. <laughs> uh, step it up a little bit for us, please. Get it together. Um, cause we do love you. And uh, we are excited to see where things can go and, and hopefully um, in a positive direction. And we're excited to return to some norm- normalcy yeah. pretty quick yeah. here in the park. I'm excited to talk about to you guys again soon about our trips. Derek and I separate trips to Disneyland because I yeah, think it's we'll going to be yeah. exciting to talk about. I'm and we'll see all you guys next week anyways, because we'll be at Knott's again. After yeah. my trip to Disneyland. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Look at us. I know. Look. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to hug you all again. <laughs> we didn't French kiss last time. Mm, we did. Uh, this time. We'll Get your tongues happen. ready. This time. <laughs> that's how I'm going to end it right there. Well, thanks for talking, you know, random shit with me uh, for this past hour plus to almost two hours. Uh, and for those listening still, hey, we do still intend to have regular shows that uh, have subject matter besides us just uh, bantering Doing about. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> about, long about the last few weeks. But anyway, hey, until our next happy hour, when you aren't able to join us on Off Harbor in Maine, you can find us online. You can always find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our antics are the same there. It's simply at Off Harbor. And our personal handles are also available under the show notes. And also feel free to drop us a line via uh, email at podcast at offharborinmaine.com. And always, please don't hesitate to leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcast. No, wait, seriously, if you're listening, leave us a rating. Like, please. We really would love it. Uh, a review. Uh, honest feedback is fine. I'm not asking, like, hey, uh, give us a five-star review. I mean, please, we would love that. But I'm not going to be pushing for people to give us something unauthentic. 
I just really want just more ratings on there just to to show that people are listening. You know, it, it's it means yeah. a lot to us. So, But regardless, hey, thank you all so much for listening. And while no one knows for sure what we'll see or do, I do know it will be quite an adventure. An adventure we will take and make together. See you in the future. On behalf of the birdies, flowers, and tiki's here at Off Harbor and Maine. Farewell and aloha to you. Stay well and cheers. 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 Like, There's oh God, anyone I hate more than Nicolas Cage. <laughs> really? Why? Okay, what is well, wrong one, with he's him? a freaking like rapist and yes, <laughs> molester. He is? Yes, he yes, is? yes, he is like a molester. Yes, he he was he was arrested for it. What? I had yeah. no. I, 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 yes. How have and, I not heard this? I don't know. Plus, he's a, the worst actor I've ever seen in my whole life. Worse no than Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah, he was good in radio. No, he wasn't. That's what everybody hates him from. No, I hate him from, um, oh, what's the one where they go on the cruise ship to like meet yeah. singles, Harbor. but it's a great, what's it, wait, no. what's it called? What you say? Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. <laughs> yes, I hate it was him in that. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> the cruise ship. He was on that. a cruise ship for gay people. Is it a cruise ship for gay people? Yeah, yeah, Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's right. You see it? <laughs> it was called. Oh, it kind of was. <laughs> it sure, was a few. What was it called? Was it just cruise ship? Cruise? Pearl Harbor cruise? was the was the uh, the drag queen's name. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about, though. Yeah, he played the worst drunk I've ever seen. Anyways, he on with the show. Movie. We're recording. Yeah. Okay. I owe you. As you gotta do the ones like uh, from SNL when she's like, Sally told the teacher that the teacher couldn't touch her. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably couldn't say that right now. No. I, my, He's already I'm, had a whiskey. I'm a little, I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> you feel your nose. But the preacher, <laughs> but the preacher told the teacher that he simply couldn't reach her. You're pretty good <laughs> at this. You did it faster, especially because so, you have an annual pass. Yeah, exactly. That I, I said annual. <laughs> uh, in the group chat, he thinks I said anal pass. Who did? Eric. Eric. Oh, I just didn't God. enunciate enough, so. Derek's just um, wishing and dreaming. So, Wish upon a star. We'll Get your tongues ready. This time. <laughs> That's how I'm going to end it right there. Get your tongues wet, ready. <laughs> wetty? Get your tongues wetty and ready. Get your tongues wetty. Oh, God. All right. Let's get the outro. I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> you got to outro your bladder. <laughs> I got to outro my bladder. <laughs>